Together, growing in faith, changing communities. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Today, dear friends, I would like us to reflect in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 8, verses 28 to 34. At that time, when Jesus came to the other side of the sea, to the country of Gardens, two demoniacs met him, coming out of the tombs so fierce that no one could pass that way. And behold, they cried out, What have you to do with us, O Son of God? Have you come here to torment us before the time? Now a herd of many swine was feeding at some distance from them. And the demons begged him, If you cast us out, send us away into the herd of swine. And he said to them, Go. So they came out and went into the swine. And behold, the whole herd rushed down and rushed down the steep bank into the sea and perished in the waters. The headsmen fled, and going into the city, they told everything and what had happened to the demoniacs. And behold, all the city came out to meet Jesus, and when they saw him, they begged him to leave their neighborhood. It's a beautiful story, and yet has some sense of sadness in it. It's a beautiful story in a sense that people are healed. It's so sad that the community begged Jesus to leave the neighborhood. They just could not contain Jesus. They could not tolerate him. They could not accept that he will stay in their neighborhood. And obviously one can understand that they were thinking of the many swine that they had lost. The herd of swine that had died because of the healing. And there are two stories here that one needs to deal with. The first one, it's those two demoniacs, the two people who had been possessed by demons. How they had become like animals. Have you realized that the author does not give us their names? Does not give us their identity? Oh, wait a minute. He does. He calls them demoniacs. They had acquired a new name. They are now known by the demons that had possessed them. The descriptive of the scenario is so dramatic that when Jesus had gone to the other side, he sees these two demoniacs coming out of the tomb, so fierce that no one could pass that way. People were afraid of them. Nobody could come closer to them. And yet when Jesus comes, they ask him, they cry out, 
what have you to do with us, son of God? So you could see a dilemma. The man who had been possessed would have wanted to be healed, to be delivered, to be saved. Demoniacs crying out. The demons realizing that their time has come to an end. And yet Jesus approaches them. And sometimes I find myself in this dilemma. St. Paul talks about it. I find myself doing the things that I don't want to do. And the things that I do want to do, I cannot do. And so there is an internal conflict. Conflict within myself. I know I shouldn't be doing this. I know I shouldn't be going there. I know this person is not good for me. I know taking this or eating this or drinking that is not good for me. I know that taking this job, this responsibility is not good for me. And yet, we keep doing it. There is this inclination from us to keep doing the things that we know very well it's going to harm us. And so we live in this dichotomy. We live with these inner trials and tribulations. And yet we need God to be the one to heal us. I find it absolutely interesting that it is the demons themselves who know that their time of torment will come. And they ask if they can be sent to the herd of swine rather than to be wandering demons. And unfortunately, we know that the swines are killed. They die. But we know that the two men are saved. The shepherds are stuck. They go back into the city to report two stories. The first story is that the demoniacs have been healed. The second story is that you have lost your herd of swine. Now, you, you, you're battling with two great principles. One is human life. The second one is sustenance. And the people come out to meet Jesus. They see the demoniacs who are now healed. And they also witness that their pigs are dead. And they cannot bring themselves to let go of this. They possibly fear the worst. What else will we lose if Jesus remains in the region? But dear friends, sometimes our healing comes with a cost. Our salvation comes with a cost. It costed God his own life 
to save us in Jesus Christ. What am I prepared to let go for my salvation and for the salvation of others? What am I prepared to sacrifice for the well-being of my family? What am I prepared to let go for the blessings in my home? They look at Jesus and they, they beg him to leave their region. And Jesus respectfully so he, do, he does. He leaves. Now the question that always lingers at the back of my mind did they ever accept the two demoniacs back into the village? And if they did, did they ever remind them of the cost of their healing? Did they demand or expect that they are paid back because of their loss? And this for me becomes an important question because some people cannot accept the good if they have not dealt with the bad. They are stuck in the negative. They cannot see the bigger picture. They cannot see the greater value. But our lives calls for that, for the good of all. What is it that the Lord is asking of me? It is for this reason that the church has always been the one that advocate fasting, prayer, almsgiving, works of mercy. What is it that I'm willing to deprive myself of so that someone else may have? May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Together, growing in faith, changing communities, the grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Today, dear friends, I would like us to reflect in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 8, verses 28 to 34. At the time when Jesus came to the other side of the sea, to the country of Gardens, two demoniacs met him, coming out of the tombs so fierce that no one could pass that way. And behold, they cried out, what have you to do with us, O Son of God? Have you come here to torment us before the time? Now a herd of many swine was feeding at some distance from them. And the demons begged him, If you cast us out, send us away into the herd of swine. And he said to them, Go. So they came out and went into the swine. And behold, the whole herd rushed down and rushed down the steep bank into the sea and perished in the waters. The headsmen fled 
and going into the city, they told everything and what had happened to the demoniacs. And behold, all the city came out to meet Jesus. And when they saw him, they begged him to leave their neighborhood. It's a beautiful story and yet has some sense of sadness in it. It's a beautiful story in a sense that people are healed. It's so sad that the community begged Jesus to leave the neighborhood. They just could not contain Jesus. They could not tolerate him. They could not accept that he will stay in their neighborhood. And obviously one can understand that they were thinking of the many swine that they had lost. The herd of swine that had died because of the healing. And there are two stories here that one needs to deal with. The first one, it's those two demoniacs, the two people who had been possessed by demons. How they had become like animals. Have you realized that the author does not give us their names? Does not give us their identity? Oh, wait a minute. He does. He calls them demoniacs. They had acquired a new name. They are now known by the demons that had possessed them. The descriptive of the scenario is so dramatic that when Jesus had gone to the other side, he sees these two demoniacs coming out of the tomb, so fierce that no one could pass that way. People were afraid of them. Nobody could come closer to them. And yet when Jesus comes, they ask him, they cry out, what have you to do with us, son of God? So you could see a dilemma. The man who had been possessed would have wanted to be healed, to be delivered, to be saved. Demoniacs crying out. The demons realizing that their time has come to an end. And yet Jesus approaches them. And sometimes I find myself in this dilemma. St. Paul talks about it. I find myself doing the things that I don't want to do. And the things that I do want to do, I cannot do. And so there is an internal conflict. Conflict within myself. I know I shouldn't be doing this. I know I shouldn't be going there. I know this person is not good for me. I know taking this or eating this or drinking that is not good for me. I know that taking this job, this responsibility 
is not good for me. And yet, we keep doing it. There is this inclination from us to keep doing the things that we know very well it's going to harm us. And so we live in this dichotomy. We live with this inner trials and tribulations. And yet we need God to be the one to heal us. I find it absolutely interesting that it is the demons themselves who know that their time of torment will come. And they ask if they can be sent to the herd of swine rather than to be wandering demons. And unfortunately, we know that the swines are killed. They die. But we know that the two men are saved. The shepherds are stuck. They go back into the city to report two stories. The first story is that the demoniacs have been healed. The second story is that you have lost your herd of swine. Now you, you, you're battling with two great principles. One is human life. The second one is sustenance. And the people come out to meet Jesus. They see the demoniacs who are now healed. And they also witness that their pigs are dead. And they cannot bring themselves to let go of this. They possibly fear the worst. What else will we lose if Jesus remains in the region? But dear friends, sometimes our healing comes with a cost. Our salvation comes with a cost. It costed God his own life to save us in Jesus Christ. What am I prepared to let go for my salvation and for the salvation of others? What am I prepared to sacrifice for the well-being of my family? What am I prepared to let go for the blessings in my home? They look at Jesus and they, they beg him to leave their region. And Jesus respectfully so he, he does. He leaves. Now the question that always lingers at the back of my mind. Did they ever accept the two demoniacs back into the village? And if they did. Did they ever remind them of the cost of their healing? Did they demand or expect that they are paid back because of their loss? And this for me becomes an important question because some people cannot accept 
the good if they have not dealt with the bad. They are stuck in the negative. They cannot see the bigger picture. They cannot see the greater value. But our lives calls for that. For the good of all, what is it that the Lord is asking of me? It is for this reason that the church has always been the one that advocates fasting, prayer, almsgiving, works of mercy. What is it that I'm willing to deprive myself of so that someone else may have? May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.